You're listening to This Life Explains It All. With the creators of Vera, your guide for navigating a conscious life. We're Stefania Romeo and Catherine Griffiths. This Life Explains It All was created out of belief that our life experience is our greatest teacher. And as soul sisters and intuitives, we've spent the past decade completely obsessed with better understanding our minds and our bodies, all while running a mile a minute with busy careers as leaders in the tech startup world. On this podcast, we are bringing you the insights and lessons that have changed our lives with the thought leaders, healers, and dreamers behind them. We're discussing wellness practices, healing methods, and experiences that get us to think differently about life and live empowered. Whether you want to uplevel your health, your career, your relationship, or are going through changes to your life path, this information can help you get there and let you know that we're right here with you. We believe life isn't meant to be lived linear, and no matter where you are right now, you're right on time. Hi guys, I'm Katherine Griffiths. And I'm Stefania Romeo, and you're listening to This Life Explains It All, Vera's podcast. The holidays are here. I always love this time of year. I love how cheerful everyone is and all the lights and decorations. I do prefer being in colder weather just because it reminds me of my childhood and the snow looks so beautiful. One of the things I was thinking about in terms of how do we keep some of that holiday spirit, joyfulness? Because I think a lot of it has to do with the idea that so many people are coming together and there's kind of this community aspect as well, which obviously is different this year. I was thinking about like, what's one way to keep that kind of spirit? And I think that one of the things that really resonates with me is the idea of giving or doing something for someone else. So I was inspired because I was on Instagram and I saw Sarah Foster is doing, who I love to follow. She's so funny and and real, but she was doing this thing where she was posting Santa's wish list that people in need shared that they needed for their family. She said, if anyone's going to have to tell their kids this year that Santa's not coming or that Santa couldn't come, please share your list with me and I'll bring together a community that can fulfill your wish list because I think that that's just very real for a lot of people right now who are out of work, who are out of all of the basic necessities. There are people who are going to have to tell their kids that Santa is not coming. And so she was sharing, and I think by the time this comes out, it'll be right before Christmas. But even after that, think about, you know, I'm going to be thinking about what can I send something to someone or give something to someone. Yeah. Giving is such a powerful thing to do and such a powerful emotion when you can be like, give something to someone else. And it's so much more powerful than receiving a gift to actually give something to someone else. There was this example that happened to me the other day in the elevator and the elevator in my building is broken. And I don't know if anyone is fixing it or what's going on, but like, it's kind of risky to get in there. But anyway, there was this woman in there that was stuck in the elevator and she came out on my floor and she had this big stroller and all this stuff in her stroller. And she was really stressed because she had, a, she was carrying her baby and it's really scary to get stuck in an elevator. And yeah. I told her to get out of the elevator with her baby and I'll get in and I'll take the stroller because she couldn't bring the stroller down the stairs and I'll get in the elevator with the stroller and go down to the floor that she was supposed to go down to. And she was just like, I think she almost cried. Like she was just because, you know, it's like stressful when you have that. And, and it just made me feel so good to 
do that for someone, even though like I wasn't scared about being stuck in the elevator because I'm sure it would have been fine. But for her, when you have a little baby and it's probably getting hot in there and like, I don't know, it, it was just made me feel so good to be able to see her reaction and see like, oh, wow. Like from her perspective, it's like, oh, there's actually people out here that will do things for others. Yeah. It feels really good to do things for other people. And honestly, it makes your own life better too. Mm -hmm. And this is obviously not the reason why you do it, but I've been listening to some of Deepak Chopra's older kind of laws of the universe books. And that's a huge one. It's like you engage the flow of the universe for yourself or whether you want to call it the universe or just the energies around you by giving the thing that you want to bring into your life. So if you do want to have others give to you, or if you want to bring something into your life, like do that thing or give that thing to someone else and you will engage the energy of that thing in your life. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why we see a lot of times people who are happy and have good lives and just have things happen for them often have that quality of wanting to give and not wanting to kind of hoard and keep for themselves, whether we're talking Mm -hmm. about their energy, whether we're talking about their money, whether we're talking about their time, there's so many ways to look at it. Um, But it really makes life better for everyone when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. And even when somebody does something for me, it just, it feels so good because you feel like a faith in humanity. Yes. Like, wow. Like we see where there's so much negativity all the time with news and all the stuff. And when somebody does something nice to you, it's like, oh, actually that's not always true. Like people are good. People are generally good, you know? And like, even though we get fed so many negative things, and I think that's why it feels so good. I had a kind of random kind act from a stranger that your elevator story reminded me of, but it's kind of in that vein recently. So I was walking Charlie, my dog, and I forgot to bring a bag to clean up after him after he went to the bathroom. And I was like, oh God, I'm not going to just like leave this. It's like this beautiful, pristine sidewalk on Ocean Avenue in Santa Monica. And I was like, I am not going to leave this here. He's a huge dog. I'll spare you the graphics. <laughs> so someone walked up to me and said, what are you doing just standing here? And I was like, oh, I forgot a bag for my dog. So I'm waiting until another dog owner walks by so that they can lend me a bag. And he was like, oh my God, thank you so much for doing that because so many people would not care about this community and they would just leave it there. So I said, oh, don't worry. He's like, all right. So I'm standing on this corner. I'm there for like five minutes. And this guy starts sprinting back to me. He had gone to a hotel like five blocks over to ask them for a bag to bring back to me and sprinted to go get it and sprinted to come back because he wanted to help me out and make it so that I wasn't standing on the corner anymore. And I really, really appreciated that, especially because someone went so out of their way. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I feel, and I I feel like you just don't forget people like that. No. You never forget it. Yeah, exactly. Like it stays with you. Okay. So next week we have a really cool episode coming up. It's going to be a highlight reel of all of our favorite lessons, words of wisdom, and life experiences that some of our top guests this year have shared with us. And we're so, so excited about that. Ahead of next week, we thought we would take a minute now and each of us share one thing we learned that really changed our perspective or really helped us this year. 
Yeah, when I reflect on this year and think about all of the amazing practitioners and guests that we've had on the podcast, there's one that really comes to mind for me because it was aligned with such a transformative experience for me. And that is Ruby Warrington. She is an author. She is a speaker. She is the one who coined the term sober curious. And I had read her book and we had her on the podcast and the conversation with her and her book, Sober Curious, it's called, really changed my perspective on alcohol. So I've talked about this on the podcast before, especially in 2020, but I've always had kind of an, you know, an unhealthy relationship with alcohol where I just will have one and then keep going and don't really stop. And the unhealthy relationship with it is more about what the alcohol is serving in my life. And it, for me, it was a lot around like it was giving me that confidence to really excel in social situations. It was helping me with boredom. I mean, there's so many different yeah. things. And one of the things that Ruby Warrington said on the podcast that really resonated with me is anytime that we use anything external to make us feel more confident, we're getting into risky territory because what happens when we don't have that thing? And that really stuck with me because I was thinking, okay, well, what is alcohol serving in my life. And it's actually that thing where I feel like, well, if I have this substance, then I'm this, or then I'm more confident. And then I'm, you know, I'm creative and I'm all these things. So I'm giving all of my power away to alcohol. So after I read her book and we had her on the podcast, I completely, I remember you remember this, Stefania, I just completely changed my relationship with alcohol. And I didn't give it up completely. I just took a little bit of a break, like two or three months, and then really did some digging on what it was that the alcohol was serving for me. And a lot of emotions came up actually, because this has been what I was relying on for so many years and for so many emotions. So a lot came up and it wasn't very easy at first, but then once I got over that piece and started integrating it into my life in a healthier way. Like, okay, well, maybe I can go out and not have a drink, or maybe I can go out and have one or two. Then everything changed for me. And now I don't think about it in the same way at all. And I have a much better relationship with it and understanding of why I was so into it. But yeah, she really, like everything that she said, I, I, related to her because she had a similar experience to me and she really helped me. So, yeah, I am so proud of you and so impressed by you for the change that you have made. I mean, I know that it wasn't easy and it also like, like it took real intention to do what you did. And I think that before, I think those who knew you well would be like, oh, Kat, I can't imagine her not, you know, being in terms of the drinking, like the drinking life of the party or mm-hmm. all of these things. I mean, we're always evolving and growing, but like this next evolution of yourself that I feel like came after that experience is different, you know? Yeah. It's just like the next an evolved version. Yeah. And it's interesting because sometimes, thank you for saying that, by the way, (laughs) but it's interesting (laughs) because sometimes I look back and I miss that person that I was. Yeah, Not that I I still have elements of that, but it's just like you get attached to to previous identities, but then as you grow and you grow and you grow, it changes. And I'm like, oh, that was so fun though. But I think it's also like recognizing when something no longer serves you, like it essentially was serving you and it was fine. 
And you never had a problem with it where it was impacting anyone else or anything in your life, but it wasn't working for you anymore. And so you recognize that. And I think that that's very powerful. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like, it just wasn't serving me in the way that it was before anymore. Okay. So when I was thinking back to what words were really impactful for me that came through in one of the interviews we had this year, I chose one from... Srimati, also known as Julie Pyatt. And that may not come as a surprise to you. She is a really important teacher for me and has been so impactful in my life. And with everything going on in the world right now, this year, especially this year has been full of a lot of ups and downs. And something that has been particularly hard for me is the loss of community in the traditional sense that has come with this pandemic. And just navigating all of the different sides and how certain things have been so intense. And she shared something that I thought was really profound as we navigate an experience like this and anything in our lives. And that is, we are not what happens to us or the experiences that we have. What matters is our perspective on those experiences. She says, everyone has a different perspective and it depends on where they're sitting. Every man or every woman is right from their own point of view. So whose perspective matters? Your perspective matters. And again, it's not the events that happen to you. It's your perspective of those events. That is everything and that is in your control. There's no one else coming to do you for you. It's up to us to determine What kind of perspective do we want to take no matter what's going on in our lives? And how can you do you for you? And that is something that will stay with me forever. And I'm so grateful for that wisdom and to be able to really think about and apply that in my life and especially this year. Like we have the power and we have the control to change our perspective on things so we can change the outcome of a situation, even though we can't change, you know, what's happening and what has gone on this year, but we can make light of it by just shifting our perspective. And it's actually very empowering because we have so much control over that. We have so much control over our own perspective on it. Yeah. And really when you think about it, what matters? Is it a tangible specific outcome that matters or is the way that you feel what matters? And most of the time it's the way that you feel. And so with whatever happening around you happening, what matters is how can you get into the state and take the perspective that makes you feel good or feel that this is worthwhile or has meaning. And when you go back to that piece, how does it make you feel? And thinking about it like that, I think that that can be really helpful because we can detach then from specific outcomes. Yeah. Like even looking at this year, like, you know, it has to get worse before it gets better. And maybe this year is bringing us all closer together and into more community, but we had to have a bit of a shakeup in order to get us all back in alignment. And then the other side of that is like a more simplistic view as well, which is also fine, which is, I'm not going to look at this as this is all what's happening to me. Isn't this so horrible? It's like, okay, this is the current state. So how can I move through this in a way that brings me some joy, fulfillment, et cetera? Yeah. 
I love looking at things like that because it's just like, okay, this is the situation. I can't do anything about this specific situation, but I can do something about the way I feel or I can influence how the situation appears for me. All right. Well, shall we leave it there? Hope everyone has a very happy holiday. Make sure to tune in next week of our highlight reel, some of our favorite moments from this past year. As always, you can connect with us and reach out at Vera Life on Instagram, or you can email us vera at veralife.com. We love hearing from you and we'd love to hear from you what you want to hear from us next year and what would be most helpful for you. Yes. Have a happy holiday, everyone. And we will talk to you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review or share it with a friend and hit subscribe so you never miss a show.